0: A boutique hotel in Bangladesh. Boutique. Unbelievable. guess <laughs> that's what they do all day. They <laughs> listen to SoundCloud. Okay. So the Psukim in the in the order in the Mimer, the name of the Mimer is Lesimishala Kadabar. Right? that there won't be a mishakela, someone who mourns the passing of a child, or a Kada, or a barren woman. The order is strange, true. You think it would first be barren, and then someone who mourns a child, who isn't barren, but they mourn a child. But that's not the order, and we don't. the Rebbe doesn't pay any attention to that whatsoever, so we're not going to. Right? Okay? So we're not going to worry about that. Es mispa Yomech The number of your days I will fill. Right? Meaning that a person will have children and live a long life. That Pesach is, is in continuation of another Pesach. And that's in the second line in the mecha, And he will bless your bread and your water. Meaning you'll have sustenance. Right? And I will remove sickness from your midst. And you guys noticed in cyberspace... That the all of a sudden the 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 um, what's it called? the tense, No, not tense. The pronoun. the pronoun, yeah, but there's a word, the subject. The subject changes. It changes from third person to first person, right? He will bless, I will remove. Who's I, and who's he? Right, I mean, simple pshat. Serve a baruch Hu, and he a baruch Hu, will bless your bread and your water, and he'll give you parnasa. So then, who's I? Okay, that'll happen later in the maimer. We'll see. We'll get it. We'll get. It, we'll resolve that issue later in the maimer. Okay. In continuation to that pesach, it says there shouldn't be. You should have children. They should live a long life, and you should live a long, healthy life. Okay. So the Rebbe explains in the whole first page. Three brachas, children, health, and a livelihood. At the end, the rabbi asked, Ay, that's totally in mazel, that's not totally in, 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 uh, in schus, that's dependent on mazel and not on merit. And the rabbi explained, right here we're talking about rebuy bracha, an abundance of bracha, which is evidently dependent on schus. How that all works, we haven't got a clue. Okay? I Meaning how the Yerbishter figures out who gets what. Obviously something we have no understanding of whatsoever. Right? Okay. The second paragraph, which we also learned, lahavin. we asked the question, does our Aveda affect a Baruch or not? Right? First, first the Rabbi asks, why is it that what we do is called Aveda? That's the word that the Torah uses. That word denotes a relationship of an evid to an adon, a servant to a master. In the relationship of servant to master, the master requires the servant. The servant completes the master in a way that the master himself can compl- can't be completed, right Meaning if uh, if Mr. Ford wants to make motor cars, he needs a bunch of people making the motor cars for him. he can't make them, sell them, design them, own the car he can't do all that himself. Okay, so he's obviously lacking. So the, how does he make up for that lacking? Well, he hires workers, okay? We'll call them avadim. He's avadim. Okay, so that's the relationship of evad v'adim. And, and, and even though the adin is a true oven, Mr. Ford, is that a true adoin? Because I can quit. But even if there's a real adoin where the evad can't quit, the evad is, is absolutely subservient to the master. The master is still completed by the evad. And yet how in the world does that work relative to Kudash Baruch? Because Baruch is lacking nothing. Shlemusa the Kula is the language that the Rebbe quoted from the Zohar. Right? So how in the world is the notion of a Veda shayach to the Abishhth? Why is what we do called a Veda? Call it something else. Vasisa is mitzvahisav. Do is mitzvah, which it says now and then, right? So do that, say that. Why the why the Lushna of a Veda? Very, very Difficult to understand. Then the rabbi says, and in that vein, the question arises do our mitzvahs affect the Kodesh Baruch Hu or not? And we quoted Maimari Chazal and Psukim that say that we don't, and we quoted Maimari Chazal and Psukim that seem to say that we do affect the Kodesh Baruch. Hu. Now, obviously, the second half of that equation is much more difficult to understand than the first. Not affecting Kodesh Baruch Hu makes a lot more sense than affecting the Kodesh Baruch. Hu. How in the world can we affect the Kodesh Baruch? Hu? All right. Okay. Not affecting him? Okay, I get that. It certainly affects us. It doesn't affect him. Right? Okay, so that's why, interesting enough, we pointed this out. In the second half of the equation, the Rebbe uses the word kavyochol twice. So to speak, we affect him. Right? right? Whereas in the first half where you say we don't affect him, well, there's no so to speak. We, why in the world should what we do affect the Gaddish Baruch? Gaddish Baruch is no more or less a Gaddish Baruch because I put on filling today. Or is he? Well, we'll see. Okay? the you in Basilagani, we explained four worlds we learned about those four worlds right? we learned about those four different levels of reality right? we're now going two steps higher than that in, in in we're going to the two well we're going to the two levels above Seder Yishtalshlus. Seder what's called in Chassidus, Seder Yishtalshlus, the orderly downward emanation of godly light. But that doesn't just mean the orderly downward emanation. It Also means the orderly downward emanation of godly light that's clothed in vessels, right? Or male. Seder Yishtalshlus is all about or male, So that, by definition, means four worlds. Atzilus, Bri, That's called Seder Yishtalshlus. Le'mailam is Seder Yishtalshlus beyond that. What's that? Sevev. Right? Light like that's too powerful to be clothed in vessels. I mean, you know all this. You learned it in Basilagani. Okay, fine. Now, what are the first two levels of the of that reality called Sevev? So that's what we'll see here. First, the Rebbe quotes the Aveda Sakedish. The Avaedus is a Talmud of the Arizal and and, and it's it's Mamish Kabbalah, and you'll notice the language is completely different than Hasidis. then the Rebbe's going to translate it into Hasidis. Into a, into a language that we can understand. Okay, The answer to our question is like this: Kemuva as is brought in Chassidus, It's quoted in chsedes by the Rebbe Shab, from the avedus a Again, um, Talmud of the Rizal, I believe, maybe even earlier. Right. Does that make sense? It's quoted by the Shalom. It says below, so that could be even earlier than the Rizal. No, I think a the reason. So the shulah went to tzvas to learn from Talmud reason. The amru Razal, that that which hazal say, and this is one of the sources that seem to indicate that a kaddish baruch who so to speak doesn't well we didn't say so to speak doesn't care whether we shech from the front of the neck or the back of the neck that we it's good for us, but doesn't make any difference to him. Right, so that line that wild Gemara, where Baruch, that wild Medrash, where the Kodosh Baruch says, <speaking in Hebrew> what does the Kodosh Baruch care if you shuck from the front of the neck or from the back of the neck? That, my Mechazal, who al Adon yachid. that's referring to, now this is all Kabbalah, okay? We'll explain what this is and we'll see this in a second, but let's just we'll just get the words. Adon <speaking in Hebrew> the, the the one master, Shurish ha The source of sources Meaning evidently there's a source And then there's a source of that source And that's exactly what this is going to mean Delay that to that level of elokus Loi ikhpes Klau, Doesn't care at all That level of elokus doesn't care Whatever, whatever that means Vamnam, however evidently there is a level that cares let's for the purpose of hakaver the glory al to pour down right shefa bounty right to flow down flow is a better word to flow down be the source of the Roshim Al the supernal heads, the highest levels. That's going to be Chokmah Datzilus, okay? To flow down into the highest levels, Liyache to unite Roisha the beginning of the thought Besefah with its end, Sarech Gamurhu, a complete need it is. Okay. There we go. Okay. So, what did we just say? We said that to one level of elokus called What did it say? Adoin yochid Whatever that is, we're going to see in a minute. That's going to be a level of keser called atik. Okay, that level of reality loyich basle. That's a level of godly reality, completely transcendent of the world and not affected by anything we do. Okay, but there's another level that's called hakoveid la'shpi'al roshim el That's going to be a level called arich. We'll see that in a minute. I don't have to write them down. You're going to see them written here in a minute. Okay, so we, we, we don't have to write them down. That's the source of atzilus. Our Aved is of absolute necessity. Okay? So, what's the answer to the question? The answer to the question is there's a level of elokus that we don't affect, and there's a level of elokus that we do affect, which makes a lot of sense. There's a completely transcendent level of elokus that is so transcendent of the world that nothing that happens in this world affects it. That's called Adin Yochid Sharash Sharashim. It's the source of sources. But it's 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 not affected by anything that happens down here. Then there's a level that is the source, right? Not the source of sources, but the source. Because it's the level of cover that is mashpia al-Roshim Alyanim. It's the source of the Roshim Al Yanim. Kabbalah. This is, the, this is how Kabbalah talks. You wanna read Zayar? It sounds like that. Okay? So that's why you learn Chassidus, because it's going to be explained in Chassidus and we'll understand it. Okay? But what that means is, there's a level of elokus, there's a level, actually we'll we'll, we'll translate it already into what we're, there's a level of Keser, Sevev, that isn't affected by what we do. And there's a level of Keser that is affected by what we do. Because there's a level of Keser that is completely transcendent of all reality. And there's a level of Keser that's the source of the reality that you and I call Seder Istashlis. Now, in order to understand that, again, the rabbi is going to explain all that. In order to understand that, though, we happen to say something quite amazing about w- when we do mitzvahs. When we do mitzvah, what do we do? We're mesif in Eilu Matzilas. Every time you do a mitzvah in Maze, you're mesif you increase the level of light in Eilu Matzilas. Whoa, that's pretty amazing. Right, you think about that, that you're affecting Eilu Matzilas. Now, what does that mean? That means you're touching the source of the light in Hatzilis and in allowing more light to emanate from that place into Elamazilis, right? That's not what it makes sense. Just the, the, the math of it. Right? What that looks like, I don't know what that looks like. Right? We don't know what you're talking about godly reality. Okay, but what, what happens when you do a myth? When you put on when you do right now, you're sitting in learning learning tower right now, what are you doing? You're being Macy for Ur in El-Matzilis. In other words, you're touching the source of light. <laughs> Of and causing that source to be Mashpia more light into Eulamatsilis. What's that level called? <laughs> What's that called? Arik. A level of Kesir, which we'll see in a minute. But there's a level beyond that, the source of that source, that's not affected. And that's called Atik. A level beyond that—that's called I guess. Okay. There's Pneumius and what, what, what we see in the regular. Explain. Okay. So there's two different levels. One affected by what we do. One is now. You might say, "Wait a minute! Isn't there, so to speak, a backwards domino effect that if I'm affecting adir and light is coming from that level into its elus so then that level is." Getting is is receiving its light from a level above it. So wouldn't that level be affected? There has to be much be more light into Arich. The Rebbe will deal with that at the end. Okay. Uh, ultimately, no. Yes, but no. Okay. Seder. Okay. So that's the Kabbalah of it. Now the Rebbe is going to explain this behind the The Bechinas Aden Yochid. This level of Aden Yochid kol the source of all sources. Ain in Our Ayurveda does not affect that level at all. Ki except Shuse, in its being clothed, meaning when that level of ur comes down and is clothed, in the four worlds. Seder Yishtalshlus is a synonym for the four worlds, the orderly downward emanation of Elokus from level to level, mamale. That's Seder Yishtalshlus, which we learned about in Basi Hachel beginning. What's the beginning of Seder Yishtalshlus? Chochma. Chochma Datzilus is the first point in Seder Yishtalshlus. Reishis Chochma. Chochma is the first, the first of what? Revealed reality. What does that mean revealed? Reality that's clothed in a cleave so that it's in a state of revelation. So to speak to the other. There's no other there. Okay? We've talked about this many, many times. What do kelim do? Kelim reveal light. They reveal it. Does it mean there's no light there before there's kalim? Of course there's light there. It's just not revealed. What does that mean it's not revealed? It's not revealed to anything else. It's revealed to itself. It's not revealed to anything else. What was our marshal? Our marshal was the sunlight traveling above the atmosphere to the moon. Don't see it. Why not? There's no kalim there. Nothing for the light to reflect off of. When it hits the moon, what happens? All of a sudden you see the light. Well, why is it dark next to the, next to the moon? It's, it's full of light. Of course, it's full of light. Just don't see it. Why not? Because it's not reflecting off anything. All right? That's how gashmistical light, physical light works. Why? In order to teach us how metaphysical light works. When is it that light's in a state of revelation to the other? When it in, in godliness, when it's clothed in a vessel. He slav when it's clothed in a vessel. If light is not clothed in a vessel, that doesn't mean the light isn't in a state of existence, and that doesn't mean the light isn't revealed to itself. It's just not revealed to anything else. So in that say, in that sense, relative to anything else, it's in a state of hiddenness. Even though interesting enough, what's a synonym for light? Gilui, revelation, right? So light is, but it's only revealed to the other. If there's a kli, if there's no kli, then there's no revelation to the other. Line. That sunlight that's flying through the sky, is it aware of its own existence? Well, whatever that means, yes, of course it's in, it's in existence. right? Is it in existence relative to you? No. Why not? Because you can't see it. When do you get to see it? When it bounces off the moon. That's when you get to see it. And as long as it's not bouncing off the moon, you won't see it. What if the sun is up in the sky relative to us? Then, of course, you'll see it. Why? Because there's an atmosphere, and you see it bouncing off all the dust particles and all the stuff, whatever atmosphere is. You'll see it's bouncing off that, and so it has this interesting blue color. Why? Well, because of the oceans. Since there's so many oceans, it bounces off the ocean, and it looks blue. Even if you're in the middle of Nebraska, it looks blue, which is interesting because it's a long way from an ocean, but Okay. That's why it looks blue, because there's water everywhere. So it looks blue. That's why it looks blue, they say. Okay, that's pretty cool. It's amazing. (laughs) Okay, so so why are you seeing it? Well, because there's this thing called atmosphere. It's full of dust particles and all sorts of stuff. Right? Okay. At night, the spotlight that the car salesman has, and it was always car. when I grew up it was always car salesman, had these big spotlights out in front of their car place and they would shine into the sky at night and you'd see this beam of light. Why do you see a beam of light? It's full of dust, there's all this stuff in the air. So the beam of light you see, you see the beam of light shining up in the day you won't see it why won't you see it? Well because the sunlight is stronger than the beam of light okay, but it doesn't mean it's not there and shining up, It just, you can't see it Right? But at night you see it. Take that same beam of light, shine it from a spaceship above the atmosphere, you won't see anything. Is it there? Of course it's there, it's producing light. You just don't see it. Why? Because there's nothing there to bounce off of. Right? Must be interesting spacewalking, that the only thing the light is reflecting off of is the spaceship, the cord connecting you to the spaceship, and you everything else is absolute black. That must be a very bizarre experience because we never experienced that unless you've been hanging out in a vacuum somewhere. You went to some, you know, science place where there's a vacuum big enough for you to walk. I don't know, but you can't breathe in there, right? There's a vacuum big enough for you to walk in and they shine light and the light will hit you, but you won't see it. You won't see it. You won't see it from its source to you. It'll just be black, but then you'll see it bounce off you. That would be... Uh, background of light from the stars? It won't be absolute dark. Uh, I don't know. Did, I, did like You will see the stars in the background. You will see yeah. the spaceship, the core. Okay. Be Could be you'll see the stars. Maybe. I I've not been there. Could be <laughs> you'll see the stars. Officially, uh, not been there. <laughs> well, I'm not so sure. Because that starlight... No, it's true. There's the a source of light there. There's a I source see. of light. I see, the stars. Well, I see the source. I don't see. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I guess like you and I see the stars, right? At night. Right. I guess. Well, you probably see clusters and stuff. Right. I don't know. In the pictures, interesting enough, you don't usually see that though, right? But uh, they are manipulated, those uh, Oh, those pictures? Those oh, pictures, yes. They are filtered through a million computer No, the uh, pictures are way uh, up there. No, but just the picture of the guy floating out there in the spacewalk. Well, I'm not sure those pictures are real. There are a no. lot kind of conspiracy theories. Oh, that's nonsense. That's I a would no, say, in general, no. we, we, we would see the stars I guess. unfiltered in the background. No. I guess. Physical, I guess that makes sense. Okay. Now yeah, that does make sense. Right. Yeah, I guess you would, I mean, I assume you would also just see this ball of the sun. I assume. I mean, you had to see it. It's there. If there's light on you, then you have to see the sun. All right? Just it would be dark in between you and the sun. Maya. Whatever it looks like up there. Book a ticket on, uh, you know, Virgin, whatever he's got. You know, you sell, <laughs> someone starting to sell tickets to space. Okay, right. Okay. Tesla Express. Yes, right. Yeah, he's one of them. I mean, you know, there's a couple of guys out there who're pretty interesting fellows who want to get there first. Right. So, so he is when or is mislavish in a clease so it can be revealed to the other. Where does that start? That's called chokhmah datsilus. That's where it starts. That's Reishis, Chokma. Chokma is the beginning. That Chokma has a source. What's the source? Obviously, a level beyond Ishta'ushlus. That's the level of beyond Ishtashlus That is the source of the first level in Ishta'ushlus. What's that level called? Arich. Right. Above that, what's it called? Atik. A level completely beyond. Right. So the Rebbe says that. Uh, that in Yara doesn't affect that place. Except where does it affect? Ki'im so bislavshusa when that level of light is clothed in Seirishdashlus. hachel, beginning mi bechinas a the level of chokma shehi reishis ishtashlus which was is the beginning of ishtashlus the chokma reishis reishis chokma The Ve'gam le'mayim he's also one level beyond chokma be on the level of keser. The lower level of keser, and that's called bechines arich. That's called arich. Sometimes called arich Anpin, the long countenance. But in this case, we're just calling it arich. Okay, that's what you have to know arich. You just learned it. Know it. Write it down. Remember it. Don't forget it. It's God. You can forget who won the baseball game yesterday. Well, there probably wasn't one. Yeah. But you can't forget That you can't forget. That that is the source of Neet What's that word? Neet Solim. It's the source of the reality called Neet Solim. Neigeia that level? Neigeia in Araveda Ayurveda affects that level. Mashein kain. that's not the case. Atik, the level of Atik. a Keser, the inner state of Kesser. Stop. Okay, that's the end of the explanation. What are the next two words? The explanation of that. And the that. explanation of that. Right. Be your Indian. Now we'll explain what we just said. But that's it. I mean, I just I just said, if you understand what I just said, then I don't have to be Mavai or the Indian. But if you don't understand it, so I'll explain it to you. But I just answered the question. All right? That's what the rabbi saying. Right? Okay? That's the answer. What's the answer? When Chazal and the Psukim say that we affect the Kodesh Baruch that's talking about Arich. And when Chazal and the Psukim say we don't affect the Kodesh Baruch that's talking about Atik. And in all fairness, if you know what atik and arech is, so those are words that are very much part of your vocabulary, and you would go, okay, atik and Arich, beautiful, no problem. What's atik? The word atik comes from the word ne'etak, uprooted, completely transcendent of this world. What's Arich? Arich is the level of keser that is the source of the light that emanates into Seder Ishtashlus, into Chochmah Datzilus. Atik and Arich are two different levels of the Keser of Atzilus. One completely transcendent, because that's Keser. It's completely transcendent. It's above your head. It sits on your head. But there's a level of Keser that's the source of revealed reality. What's that called? That's called Arich. And then there's a level of Keser that's completely transcendent. Okay, and and interestingly, the rabbi talked about the the Arach as the lower level of keser, and atik as panemius of keser. Now, generally, we talk about panemius and chitsanius, right? Those are the two words we usually use to describe reality, inner reality and external reality. Here, the rabbi doesn't use the word external, because to use the word external relative to keser is just not shayach, it's not an it's, it's, it's a, by definition Is a panemius reality. So we're talking about the lower level and then the panemius. So now generally, what's the difference between panemius and chitsonius? Chitsonius is the function of something. Chitsonius is about function. External reality is about how something functions, so to speak, relative to that which is outside itself. Chitsonius, outside. Panemius is its being what it is, not what it does, but what it is. Right? That's Pneumius. Yeah? Pneumius is being, Hitsonius is function. So if someone's into Hitsonius, what does that mean? They're into external reality, they're into function. What does that mean? That means they might think that a car is more important than a human. A car has no being; it exists, but has no being. It's just about function. It takes you from one place to another. That's what a car is. It's all about function. That's what it is. A human isn't just about function. A human has being. Now, if you're into hitsenius then you'll relate to a human in terms of function also. You won't really relate to being very seriously. you relate to function. Okay. so therefore what do you do? Well, you create a society that kills old people and kills unborn babies indiscriminately. Why? Well, they have no function. Well, they have being. I don't believe in being. I only believe in function. Old people are a burden on society. Kill them. Greeks, Aristotle, Plato. Greeks, that's what they did. Killed the old people, why? Burden on society. They don't do anything anymore. So they're just a pain in the neck. But they, they're as alive as a 45 year old who's the most productive person in the society. Who cares? There's no being. Oh, okay, that's pretty heavy. A child, two and a half months in utero, has any function? Well, no, basically no. It's being, as much as it's mother. In Torah, we say that if the child is threatening the life of the mother, then you put the child to death. Absolutely. It's called a radeif. Absolutely. No problem. Abortions, there are definitely cases case for abortions in Jewish law, right? Absolutely. 100%. We're not Catholics. We're not evangelical Christians. We're not Ben Shapiro's external persona because he never mentions that. Never ever mentions it, which he should. But he's, you know, all about the anti. You know everything else going on, so he can't. But he should, because he's got one of these on his head, and if he should tell the truth. Right? Abortion isn't always murder. That's not true. I'll be aloha. He should hopefully be expressing aloha, not Ben Shapiro's position. But I understand why he says what he says. But. <laughs> okay. He's, you know, the ideologue. A little too ideological because life is not black and white ever. God's always gray. I mean, there's black and white, but there's also a lot of gray because. God's everything. And in reality, there's a lot of gray. God's not just in the black and the white. Okay. So there's room for abortion. Absolutely. 100%. But all things being equal, that child is is treated as a living being. Okay, so what do you do? You're allowed to kill a living being because it's inconvenient? No, you don't kill living beings if it's a function of inconvenience. We don't do that to living beings. The guy living next to me plays loud music. It's inconvenient. I don't go shoot him in the head. Why not? Well, it was inconvenient having him living next to me. I don't understand. Right? The only reason I don't shoot him is because he functions? No. The reason I don't shoot him is because he has being, not because he functions. <laughs> because he has being. He's alive. He's a human being who to take his life. It's not my jurisdiction. Like, wh- whether or not he functions more or less, he's not, he's a very low-functioning human being, just lost his job, he's unemployed, just kill him. What? Doesn't work that way. Okay, but that's what happens if you, I mean, that, you know, that's pretty extreme, but that's what can happen if you get into Hitsonius and forget about Panemius. right? It's very dangerous, right? What else can happen on a, on a, on a, on a more, you know, uh, uh, on, a, on a more <laughs> uh, everyday reality? You might scream at your child for spilling something on the back seat of your car. You might have more interest in the welfare of the back seat of your car than the emotional well-being of your child. You idiot! Why don't you watch what you're doing? Hello? That's a back seat of a car. That's a living being. Can we keep this in perspective, please? I understand you're frustrated that he spilled it, but you're the, you're the, if you want to talk about the idiot, you're the idiot because you gave him the thing sitting in the backseat of the car that if he spills it, it's going to make a mess. Give him water if you want him to sit in the backseat of the car. Then if he spills it, it doesn't matter, right? Oh, there'll be a water stain on my leather seat. Too bad. It's better than an emotional stain on my child's psyche. But anybody can fall into that trap, right? That's a trap that, as parents, you will find yourself battling constantly, right? You have to keep what's important in mind all the time. And that's not so easy, right? I mean, we're, we're, you know, we, can, we can mess up in that, in, that, in that challenge, okay? But that's a challenge between chitzenius and panemius, right? Someone accidentally scratches your car. Accidentally. If someone takes a knife and starts, what do you do? You're a maniac, right? But if say, accidentally. So I understand. They accidentally scratched your car. They're a human being. And this is a piece of, I mean, it used to be metal. I don't know what it is now. Whatever it is. It's not a human being. It does not have being. It just has function. Are you going to scream at that person for doing that to your piece of plastic? Accidentally. I would hope not. Now the guy has to be more careful, I understand. He's just gonna. He's definitely going to have to pay for it, but I understand why should his emotional being be at risk because you have a scratch on your car. I mean, what difference does it make? So you have a scratch on your car, so you'll fix your car. You can't necessarily fix him. So don't scream at them. They're a human being. They have B. That's panemius. So... So that's panemius and chitzenius, and it's all about panemius and chitzenius. So much of our life is about maintaining a a, a proper perspective of what's panemius and what's chitzenius, okay? So panemius is the being of the thing, what really matters. Chitzenius, now obviously action, function matters, it's extremely important, Say that, but you don't judge a person based on their function, you judge a person based on their being. That's why they're all of tremendous, ultimately infinite value, because they all have being given to them by God. Some function more than others. But those ones who function less aren't worth less. They just function less. So, still is important. Because if they weren't so important, I guess they wouldn't exist, would they? Because God seems to think they're important because they still exist. Now, there's some people who function negatively, completely and totally, so those people have to be very, very careful of. And it might be they lose the right to exist. 100%, you're a terrorist, better be careful, there's a new sheriff in town, he might come get you. Good, good for him. There's more of them where he says, okay, that's true, no doubt about it, you didn't get them all by getting him, but the more you get them, merrier. people who go out of their way to kill people, so they're called a roidev, and they have no right to life. Halacha allows us to go kill roidev, right? No problem. Someone who's a, who's endangering other people's life, kill him before he kills you. That's the halacha. Go kill him, 100%. He gave up his right to life. Why? Because he doesn't give anybody else the right, so he gave up his. Also like Pinchas, who... Um, a threat towards the Jewish people because of morality. Right. Be, uh, There's times you can about. do that too, hundred percent. Right? Yesterday's Rambam was pretty heavy. What the Kohanim might do to a Kayan who purposefully goes in as at the of Mikdash, Pretty heavy. La <coughs> Locha, so he's high of Misa Bideishamayim. But the Kohanim are allowed to kill him. Now, how the Gohanim kill him, I don't know, because they, then they all become tome Mace, right? But that's what the Rambam says. They take him out and they... Okay, so now they're tome Mace. So they, they they can't go back in now. Okay, I'm saying they're going to have to stay outside. For what? I'm wild. Okay. It's definitely not, uh, you know, San Francisco with flowers in our hair all the time. Okay. So Panemius a keser, that's what keser is. What is keser? A completely transcendent level of reality. That's called atik. The, now, again, the rabbi doesn't use the word chitzonius Kesser, because chitzonius is keser by definition, is, is, a, is just a level of godly being, okay? But there's the lower level. That's the level of keser that has a function. What does keser do? Keser is the source of the light in the Seder that's arech, and that's affected by our Vedic, because when you and I do a mitzvah, in elem azzah, we're mesif er and elam which means, so to speak, we're, we're touching the button in arech, which causes more ore to flow into Sederich Ishtashlos. Now, interestingly enough, you guys have learned there are three levels of keser, right? Ratsun, Tainug, and Amuna, The Gimel Roshim, the keser. So, what's arech? Ratsun. Oh, beautiful. You act in line with the Ratzin of HaKadosh Boruch. So you touch Arich. It's Aarech. The rutsen. And what is Ratzin in you? Ratzin in you is the level of Makif in you that's constantly being revealed in your conscious reality. You're constantly becoming aware of your Rutzen, Even though you have no conscious control over your Rutzen, Because Ratzin isn't conscious you. It's the source of conscious you. But it's not conscious you. Right? That's why you can't not want ice cream. I want ice cream. I can't not want ice cream. I can't, as soon as that desire comes into my head, I can say, Go away. I'm not going to even think about you. Go away. Leave me. Leave me alone. Good. I don't have to think about it. Don't have to speak about it. Don't have to do it. I can't not want it. I don't know how to do that. Well, I can't. Over time, I can. Over time, I can come to a point that I no longer want ice cream. Right? Decided I'm a person who no longer wants to eat ice cream. Fine. So in, in a couple of years, I'll do away with this desire for ice cream. I haven't eaten it for years. I have no desire for ice cream anymore. Fine. No problem. Right. But immediate control over Ratsan? I don't have immediate control over Ratsan. Why not? Because it's not conscious me. How can I have immediate control over conscious me? I only have immediate control over conscious me, not super conscious me. Okay. Again, what's the part of conscious me that I have control over? I don't have to think about that desire. As soon as I become aware of it, go away. Not interested. Leave me alone. Ubi We're going to stop on time today. We really are going to stop on time today. But remember today, there's a, it's a long davening because of the fast day, which means there's Sleifas in the middle of Tachna. What? And laning, Yeah, after Sleifas there's laning, but Sleifas sort of takes, you know, that's the... Okay, so after Shem'an Eseret we'll, we'll say the beginning of Tachnun, and then there'll be Slichus, page numbers will be announced, and then the end of, then a long Avinu Malkainu, right, with the Nigin, and then Anachne Le'nedah, and then Laning, and then we finish that, And then the fast is basically over. <laughs> it's a rather short one. My brother is had my brother didn't come back with me because his, uh, unfortunately uh, his uh, His daughter's mother-in-law, meaning his mechatenister, passed away in New York on Shabbos, so he flew through New York home and got to go to shiva for a few hours. So uh, he's actually, I mean, the the only flight he could get was leaving Newark at 4 p.m. yesterday, which means he arrives at 9 a.m. today, which means his, oh no, his fast will actually be, he'll have a flight. But were you to take the next day's flight, so, I'm sorry, if you to take the night flight from San Francisco that I was on? So that night flight, uh, there was four hours in order to daven Shachras and Mincho. Hmm. There were four hours of light on the flight because you fly from San Francisco due north, up over Greenland, then come down over Iceland (coughs) and Norway and down into Eretz So based on the Zmanim app, which I highly suggest to anybody who flies a lot, tells you, you plug in the number of your phone, your, your uh, number of your flight, and where it leaves from, where it's going to, and what time it leaves, and it will tell you when you can dive in on that flight, Lefis, where the plane is, which is really, I mean, they don't know, because there's different flight routes every time, but so basically there's four hours of sunlight on that flight in the winter, in the summer, it's all sunlight. In the winter is basically four hours, which means you get up, at 4 a.m. San Francisco time, daven shachris, hang around for a couple of minutes, daven mincha, and then you're done. About an hour later, it gets dark. I'm not sure what it was. What time it was? It, it was four o'clock. It was just starting to get out light, and the airplane in the air was an hour away from Reykjavik, where it was 12:30 in the afternoon. So I have no time. I have no clue what time it actually was where we were. But that's when you could start davening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you could daven Marv again, also, I mean, I wasn't going to daven on the plane. But but yes, you could daven Sha'chuz Mincha Marv. You could be you could see a Lippler for one day. Now, if that's a fast day, you just fasted for four hours. If you happen to take that flight last night, last night? Yeah, last night. I took it two nights ago, is that right? Something like that. I don't remember if you take it Monday night out of San Francisco, so you would land here Tuesday, Tuesday 9 p.m., which means you'd have four hours of fasting. Can you please repeat the name of the app? My Zmanim. It's very, very useful. It really is. Amazing. Can you spell it, please? My Zmanim. Z-M-A-N-I-M. My Zmanim. I'll do that, okay? Very useful. Definitely helpful. If you fly a lot. All right? I'd never used it before, it was wild. Some chassid was on the same flight and we're standing in the back of the plane at 4 a.m. He says, McKendavin, yes? I said, yeah, yeah. So I take out my phone. He'd seen one before. <laughs> I think he was from LA. Probably has one. So, so I took out my phone and I showed him the app. He was blown away. He said, "Whoa, I Isaac! So well. <laughs> Zakra. You couldn't believe it. So showed him what. Some it's very interesting. They're very honest. They show things that they well, said we're not. We can't. Pr- we true. can't tell you to rely on this, but this is a this we can. There's bold and not bold. This you can rely on. This is for sure. This unclear. It's you know, but sure help, okay. Be okay. your okay. There's levels we affect and levels we don't affect. Be your inyan. in the downward emanation of godly light, meaning in the four worlds. inyan aveda affects kalim, both the kalim, which makes perfect sense because that's what we use. Vahin ba'odas, and also the ur. Meaning, you and I use kalim in our Vedas. So obviously, we affect the kalim. Right? You use something to serve a Kaddish Baruch, you affect that physical object, obviously. Okay. What about the ur that energizes and vitalizes that physical object also? Right, absolutely. Now, when you talk about ur, you're also talking about ur that's vitalizing time. And space, so now space is easier for us to relate to because usually space is taken up by physical objects. The physical object takes up space. Okay, time, time is more ethereal, right? Fine. So, so but the time that the, the time that you're in is also being vitalized by godly light. So, what if you use that time positively? So then, obviously, you're elevating that piece of time. Right. What if you're Chosfishom use it negus, so then you're doing something else. We'll see what happens. Right. But obviously I affect the, the I affect the Kalim, that makes perfect sense. But the is also gonna explain how we affect the Uris. The Ur. Dehinah, Inyan a Kalim. What are Kalim all about? So we've talked about this outside, so now we'll see more clearly inside this interesting dichotomy about kalim, because on one hand, kalim are about concealing something. On the other hand, they're all about revealing something. right? Because to a certain degree, kalim hide light. Why? Well, because you see the kli, you don't see the light. On the other hand, kalim are all about revealing light, because you can't see light without kalim. (laughs) Oh. Okay, so how does that work? Well, simply, the kli reveals the external aspect of the light, the function of the light, that the light is the source of this particular thing, but it hides the panemius of the light, the being, the infinite being of the light, mm-hmm. because the, by definition, a clee hides the infinite nature of light and only allows for a finite, limited <coughs> revelation, even in a silas. All of the light that's Drawn down and in mislavesh, in the kli, called chesed. So what do you experience? Chesed. What don't you experience? Anything else. Oh. Manyen. But light is infinite, right? happens to be clothed in a kli, so it's expressing itself in a non-infinite way. In a so-called limited way. Right? Chesed. So it's hiding everything about the light except this one aspect called chesed. So on one hand, kelim hide. On the other hand, they reveal. So that's what the Rebbe says here. The Inyan of shu or it's the concealment of the light. What does it conceal? The infinite nature of the light. Hu nesin it is the giving of space, the pretext, de Zulas. The existence of the other. Other. The other. Zulato. The other one. What does that mean? What does a Kli do? A Kli hides the infinite nature of light. Once I've hidden infinite, what is now possible to exist? It's now possible, there's a revelation of a state of reality called finite. What does finite allow for? Two things. Me and something else. I mean, it doesn't have to be me, right? (laughs) Two things. Two books. This book, the lato. This book. Or two people. Gabi and I are aware of the, how much this book is aware of that book's existence is very unclear to us, right? Probably not very much. Gabi and I are very aware of each other's existence. Why? Well, because each of us is an expression of infinite godly light being clothed in a finite clea to allow that clee to hide the infinite nature of the light, <coughs> reveal the finite and therefore allow for the experience of the other. So I can experience him and he can experience me and we experience everything else in the room. All the people, all the things. And even if there's no people in here, it doesn't matter, there's all sorts of things in the room. And even if there's no things in the room, we still experience the walls. And if there's no walls, we experience the space outside. There's another, there's something else out there. Whatever it is. Okay. How does that happen? The cleave. The clee hides the infinite nature of light, because the one thing infinite doesn't experience is the other. Why? Because there's no other. Infinite is a state of unity, oneness. Why? Well, because it doesn't end. So it can't end to allow for the existence of something that's on the other side of where I ended. I don't end. <laughs> okay. You know, the I, whatever that I is in infinite reality. Ki or meir, when the light illuminates, as yesh raka there is only the source of the light. There's a period in two lines, we're going to get to that period. When the light illuminates, there's a, there, what, what are you aware of? Only the source of the light. Light itself. What are you aware of? Its source. That's what light makes you aware of. There's a source of light. By definition, when you see light, you know, where is it coming from? There's a source. That's the nature of light. There's no existence of anything other than that, meaning in, in terms of infinite revelation of light. aval But vessels, that they are the lack of or. They allow for the existence of something, so to speak, that's not light. They give space for the existence of the other. Va'ad, to such an extent, we'll talk about this more tomorrow, tomorrow, we'll just see it now and we'll stop. through the multitudinous downward emanation of light from into Nisava, what's brought into being, from them, Kaelin, Nivroim, created beings, creation, Mamish, the other. Okay. So, Kalim, Both hide and reveal. They reveal finite, limited reality, but they hide the true nature of the light, which is infinite. Light's all about revelation, but what, what does light reveal? The source of it. It's all it reveals. There isn't anything else. Okay? Even in physical light. Go up to a space where physical light Sunlight is too powerful to allow for any cle to reflect it. So what are you aware of? Light and sun. That's all that's there. Nothing else. There's nothing else there. It's just too powerful to allow anything else to be there. Oh, I'm gonna send the spaceship up there and I'll take a picture of it. Right. Spaceship disappears. Right, there's no spaceship left when you get too close, right? Just melts away and it's the end of the spaceship. Right? no clee could withstand that level of light. I'll go at night. No that doesn't work either. Can't go at night. When I was a kid that was the joke about the Polish space program. They we're gonna go to the Sun at night. <laughs>